Welcome to this APTA podcast. I'm Michelle Vanderhoff. The COVID-19 pandemic significantly increased the number of patients seeking physical therapist services via telehealth. This paradigm shift will improve access to care, but it also brings change. Today, we are joined by APTA member Sarah Gallagher and Sarah Oxborough, and by staff member Heidi Kosakowski, who participated in the development of APTA's new telehealth certificate series available in the ABTA Learning Center. Sarah Gallagher is the owner of South Valley Physical Therapy in Denver, Colorado, which specializes in neurologic and vestibular rehabilitation. She is a board-certified neurologic clinical specialist and is a member of the ABTA advisory panel that established the content areas for the six core telehealth courses. Sarah Oxborough is the clinic program director at the National Dizzy and Balance Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. She presents the vestibular elective course in the series. And last, Heidi Kosakowski is APTA senior practice specialist and coordinated the development of the telehealth series. So Heidi, can you tell us briefly why the telehealth course was created? Sure, Michelle. The APTA Telehealth Certificate Series was created for several reasons. So although telehealth is not a new or novel uh, method of healthcare delivery, it was really thrust to the forefront because of the COVID-19 pandemic. So APTA conducted two surveys on the impact of COVID-19 on the physical therapy profession. And the results suggested that prior to the pandemic, very few PTs and PTAs were actually utilizing uh, telehealth. And although that number has increased significantly, we're finding that people are still only using telehealth for a few sessions every week. Um, so the survey respondents um, said that, that some of the barriers to using telehealth were concerns or um, questions regarding relevant practice act language and payment. So two very important questions like, is this legal and will I get reimbursed for it? They also had technology concerns and questions, and then there was this overall general sense of not knowing where to start. So anecdotally, we had members and section leadership express the need for telehealth training to better prepare the physical therapy profession, not only for the current uh, pandemic, but also for future, um, also for future practice. This is especially important when we consider disaster preparedness for the profession. So as we know, there will be future disasters. There'll be future storms, earthquakes, floods, um, different types of reasons why we need to stop care. And we want to have a workforce that is capable and ready to maintain that continuity of care through remote means if we need to. So this sentiment of being prepared was also expressed in the 2020 House of Delegates with a motion titled appropriate use of telehealth services and physical therapy was adopted. So to better prepare students and clinicians, there's a need to investigate best practices in telehealth. So describing for whom, um, at what point in the plan of care, and for the provision of what services. So once we determined that there was a need for capacity training in telehealth to the profession, we created an advisory panel. Um, and they really helped shape the content of the core courses and Sarah Gallagher is a member of that advisory panel. So Sarah Gallagher, how was the content of the core courses determined? Thank you, Heidi. Thank you, Michelle, for um, bringing us together today to talk about this course. 
Um, as Heidi mentioned, uh, they uh, put together a panel of experts, which was composed of telehealth experts, those who have been performing telehealth pre-pandemic and really knew the literature and clinical practice well, as well as experts in education and dissemination of courses. So that team together um, looked at the literature, what type of training existed out there, where some of the holes were, and made sure that uh, the core courses covered all the areas that were quite significant uh, with telehealth. Many of the experts on the panel have presented on telehealth previously and had a really good handle on, on what should be included in the core courses, but then um, Post-pandemic, we were able to see even more so where, where some of the holes are in, in competency. So that's how we just um, met and discussed and looked at the literature and, and um, picked at, at literature that exists in terms of core competencies um, and best practice and then established those core courses. Um, and then just to give you a little bit of my background, how I ended up on the panel, I have been practicing telehealth since 2017. And as Michelle mentioned, I'm the owner of South Valley Physical Therapy, which is a vestibular practice in Denver, Colorado. And I implemented telehealth in 2017 because after years of working in that setting, really saw that there was an access problem here in Colorado to expert providers of vestibular rehab, as well as just barriers to care for patients with dizziness. So for example, since patients had to come from the mountains or even travel in Denver where there's a lot of traffic. It really um, made these patients quite dizzy and it was just another barrier for them receiving good care. By the time they got to their um, treatment session, they were already so dizzy that they couldn't necessarily even uh, engage well in the session. So just kept hearing stories of after stories of, of different barriers for patients, either getting to the right provider, needing to arrange rides, being too dizzy. Um, that is what um, caused us to go towards telehealth to kind of bridge that access gap. Thank you, Sarah. Can you tell us what those core courses are? Sure, so I'm gonna ask for Heidi's help here, but um, why don't you name them actually in the sequence? We actually came up with the core courses and then we determined that there was an appropriate sequence that they should be um, presented in. So I will pass that to Heidi, thanks. Sure, so the six core courses that um, are required to be completed within a six month time frame to receive the certificate uh, are introduction, which is available now on the Learning Center, uh, ethical, regulation, administrative, technical, and clinical. And so those remaining five core courses will be available um, in March, throughout March. And then as an elective or optional training, we have these elective courses. So Heidi, can you tell us a little bit more about the elective courses in the series? Sure. So um, as, as Sarah mentioned, the advisory panel got together and they determined the areas that would really create a kind of comprehensive training package. What are all the things that need to be considered when um, thinking about starting telehealth in your practice, or maybe for people that you know, shifted kind of rapidly, things that they can now reflect on and, and improve for best practice in telehealth. Um, so 
those were the core courses. And then we wanted to do electives. And so we asked section and academy leaders at a components meeting to provide us with the names of clinicians using telehealth. Because we really weren't sure at that point where and who was using it. Um, there's not you know, a listserv of, of, of people using telehealth in different practice settings. So we received many responses. And from there, Alan Lee, who is also on the advisory um, panel with Sarah, uh, and who is coordinating um, the elective courses, came up with a list of clinicians in their practice areas. And this is what um, Alan is calling the secret sauce of it. And Sarah O oh is, is um, one of the elective presenters, um, but they focus on the clinical application of telehealth via case studies that highlight how clinical reasoning was used for a given patient population or health condition. And now for a quick break. Join more than 4,000 members who have donated at least $10 to advance diversity, equity, and inclusion in the physical therapy profession. Donate by March 31st, and your name will be included on the community wall in the new APTA Centennial Center. Visit centennial.apta.org and donate today. And now let's return to the show. So this one is for Sarah Oxborough. Uh, can you give us a sneak peek of what is in the vestibular course you'll be teaching? Yeah, so what we're going to look at in this course is what is appropriate for telehealth vestibular therapy, as well as present some upcoming technology that might make vestibular therapy even more successful when we deliver it via telehealth. We're going to discuss how to best conduct an evaluation, what does treating BPPV look like over telehealth, what are common diagnoses that do well with telehealth delivery, and finally, what flags, red flags should we be looking for? The committee has put together some strong speakers, and it's going to be really exciting to see a few different viewpoints, as well as a few different case examples. I'm really excited to be joined by Sue Whitney and Morgan Chris for this elective series. This question is for both Sarahs. Uh, why did you choose to be part of the APTA telehealth core series? Well, I can start with that. This is Sarah Gallagher. Um, for me, it was really important to be a part of this course series because um, along with many other individuals in the APTA, um, we have been advocating for telehealth well before the pandemic um, to improve sort of what we've been talking about, a barrier to access for patients. So this is a wonderful way to continue that advocacy because we need to not only establish best practice, um, provide evidence and promote um, research and um, evidence-based practice in telehealth and tapping into all these expert um, for the electives specifically, allows us to disseminate this to our profession. And when we show that we're providing the best care and the best, the highest standards of telehealth care, then we can demonstrate to our payers, our insurance providers, that uh, this is a value. Our patients need this. We are committed to providing best care and therefore deserve and need to be reimbursed for this care uh, uh, beyond the pandemic. So I think that was really strong for me, in addition to just 
um, elevating the practice of, of telehealth across our profession. Right now, as Heidi mentioned, people are just kind of thrown into telehealth um, for the majority of, of practitioners in the pandemic. And they did a great job of being flexible and continuing care for their patients. But we want to make sure that we're not just providing care, that we're providing the best care. And this course is, is going to be the highest standard of care and highest course in terms of literature and expertise that is available. Yeah, and like Sarah, I've been doing telehealth since 2017. And really back then it was a little bit of the wild, wild west. Uh, there's no clinical practice guidelines, not really any references, no courses. So I just kind of found out there was another Sarah in a clinic like mine and emailed her and just said, what are you doing? How do we do this? We have people coming from all over Minnesota who aren't getting good care. And I really feel like telehealth is a way we could reach those people. And then I was fortunate to serve on a Minnesota APTA telehealth group where we got together and tried to establish some standard of care, tried to look at our practice act, but really we were kind of on our own um, digging through this. So we really started as a way to improve access to high quality vestibular rehabilitation. We've been supported by the vestibular SIG with a task force. We've done talks at CSM. Um, so it's going to be great to finally take what we've learned, combine it with emerging evidence so we can have that high quality care among those who are doing telehealth now because it's here to stay. And if I could just um, piggyback that, I completely agree with Sarah, is that this is here to stay in some format. Patients, you know, a year ago, if you said the word telehealth to your physical therapy patient, they wouldn't even really know what that meant. But everybody across the board has had some exposure to telehealth or know what that means, you know, from seniors to pediatrics at this point, thanks to, to the pandemic, that was sort of a silver lining as there's a lot of advocacy for, for telehealth and a cultural shift towards acceptance of telehealth. So there are many patients who are going to expect or want this standard of care to continue. So we need to rise up and make sure that we are providing the best care there. And when we look at our our students, I know personally, I, I thought a year ago, my stance on this has changed very much. I thought, well, this is really for expert practitioners. But now I have changed dramatically because telehealth is here and it's going to be a part of the career for new grads, for uh, students who are, are in school now. And so we need to make sure we are ahead of that teaching so that they don't just have to learn this on their own and we provide the best uh, standards of, of teaching how to provide telehealth in the best way possible. And I think you speak to like who would be interested in this course and really I think you just answered it that every physical therapist should be interested in this course. We've got to get students, we've got to get all practitioners. I think there's going to be, it's here to stay and there's going to be a, a niche for everybody in this, in this new delivery of care. Heidi, can you wrap us up and tell listeners where they can access the telehealth course series? Sure. Um, first, I just want to say thank you to Sarah and Sarah for um, all of their time and expertise in developing the, the entire series um, and the elective courses. 
And just remind everyone that there are six core courses um, that need to be taken within six months, and then a host of electives. And I realized I didn't really talk about the elective titles um, or topic areas before. And I just want to mention that we have stuff in pediatrics, orthopedics, neurologic PT, public health, vestibular, uh, federal, and acute care. And that list may continue to grow. So all of these courses are at the Learning Center. So you can find them under APTA Telehealth Course Series. And if you have any questions um, on how to access it or any of the content, all of these speakers have given their contact information in their presentations, but you can also email practice at APTA.org. Thank you, Heidi. And thank you to, the, to both Sarahs for joining us today. You're welcome. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you. To learn more about APTA's telehealth course series, visit APTA's Learning Center. For more APTA podcasts like this one, find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify, or visit apta.org slash podcasts. I'm Michelle Vanderhoff. Thanks for listening.